Seasonal changes can impact your immune system, okay? The cold weather and the lack of sunlight can really weaken our body's defenses, making us more susceptible to illness. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. So today we're diving into a topic that's incredibly timely as we gear up for the winter season, boosting your immune system. This is such a hot topic right now. So today we're going to demystify the immune system, talk about the power of nutrition, discuss stress management, share tips for better sleep and hydration, and explore strategies that are particularly useful in the winter months. As the days grow shorter and temperatures drop, our bodies face new challenges in defending against seasonal bugs and viruses. But don't worry, because today I've got you covered. This episode is all about equipping you with the knowledge and strategies to keep your immune system strong and resilient. Before we dive headfirst into the wonderful world of immune health, let me take a moment to thank all of you for the incredible support you've shown this podcast. Even when I took a break and I was looking at the stats, I was like, oh my God, people are still listening. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, hey, welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. Now, I also want to ask and remind you to please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review. Your feedback is invaluable in helping me to prepare provide content that truly resonates with you and other people. And if you have any questions or topics that you want me to cover in future episodes, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram to ask me your question. I'm Trudy E. Stone on Instagram. You can also find my handle in the show notes. All right, so let's jump right in. So this episode is inspired by one of my latest TV segments on the TV show City Line, where I talked about secrets to not catching a cold. I've linked that episode in the description if you want to check out that TV segment. All right, so before I share strategies to support your immune system, let's talk about how your immune system works. And it can be a little bit complicated, so I'm gonna to try to simplify this as much as I possibly can for you guys. Now, whether you're in the prime of your health or maybe even dealing with underlying conditions, knowing how your immune system functions is the first step in taking control of your winter wellness. So think of your immune system like a dedicated army tirelessly patrolling your body, ready to combat any invaders that might cause harm. 
It's not a single entity, but a complex network of cells, tissues, and organs working in harmony to keep you healthy. Now, there are two components of the immune system, the innate immune system and the adaptive immune system. The innate immune system is your body's first line of defense. So think of it as the border patrol. It's always on duty and it doesn't discriminate between different threats. Its job is to identify and immediately respond to anything it recognizes as foreign or harmful. Now, the adaptive immune system, on the other hand, it's kind of like special forces, okay? It's highly specific and can remember past invaders. So when it encounters a threat it's seen before, it launches a more targeted and powerful response. This is how vaccines work, by training your adaptive immune system to recognize and remember specific pathogens. Now, why is understanding this so crucial, especially as we approach the winter season? Well, Seasonal changes can impact your immune system, okay? The cold weather and the lack of sunlight can really weaken our body's defenses, making us more susceptible to illness. Okay, so let's talk about some steps you can take to support your immune system. And if I sound like extra amped today and excited, I'm going to tell you why. It's because... I am finally set up in my new office here. I am, I can't even tell you how over the moon I feel to just be settled in and to feel grounded. I got my headphones back. I couldn't find my headphones when I was traveling and on the road, got my headphones back so I can actually kind of hear myself now when I talk, which is kind of awesome. And I realize that I'm kind of yelling. So (laughs) apologies to your earbuds if I'm screaming at you guys right now. I'm just really pumped to be here. I'm so excited to share this information with you. All right. So let's talk about some steps that you can take to start to uh, support your immune system. All right. So the first one, the first tip is to be mindful of germ hotspots. All right. So good hygiene practices are especially important during cold and flu seasons. Regular hand washing, avoiding close contact with sick individuals and avoiding touching your face can help prevent the spread of germs. Look, I'm going to tell you a story. So my husband and I, we went to a friend's birthday party over the weekend. We took an Uber there. So I'm in the Uber and the guy is coughing. Like I'm talking about like every time like we get to a stoplight, this guy's coughing. And I'm like, oh my God, why didn't I bring my mask? So it's raining outside, but I got the window open because I'm like, I just need to air this place out. Like it could have been a cold. It could have been something more sinister. I don't know. But all that to say, you know, avoiding close contact with sick individuals is really going to help if you can. Like I know sometimes it's hard. Some of you guys are parents and your kids get sick. And of course, you have to tend to your children, right? But, you know, if you can avoid it, you know, try to avoid close contact with sick individuals. Because I'm going to tell you, I was ready to just jump out of that Uber and walk. <laughs> um. Also, avoiding touching your face can also help to prevent the spread of germs. And this is funny. So when I was on this TV segment, um, it airs, um, well, the time of my recording this, it's going to air tomorrow. Um, But I'll put the link in the show notes for you guys. So, you know, during the segment, we're talking about this specific tip. um, They actually had a B-roll of the host and how many times she had touched her face. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so guilty of that as well. Look, as I'm recording this, No word of a lie, I'm touching my face. I'm rubbing my eye and I'm like, Trudy, you're doing it right now. (laughs) So try to avoid touching your face um, as many times as possible. But get this, one 2020 study found that on average, people touch the T-zones. You know where the T-zone is, right? It's like your forehead and like like part where your nose is, right? 
So the study found that on average, people touch the T-zone almost 69 times per hour. Here's why that's a problem. We touch a lot of surfaces throughout the day, like doorknobs, cell phones, money, and other objects, which can be covered in nasty germs. These germs can easily transfer to our hands and then find their way into our bodies through our eyes, which I was just rubbing, nose or mouth. So it's important to keep those hands clean and to avoid touching your face. Here's what's worse. At least 70% of Canadians, I'm not sure of the stats of my American folks, but I know at least 70% of Canadians have a vitamin D insufficiency. And research shows that individuals who are deficient in vitamin D are at a greater risk for infections. Vitamin D is known as the sunshine vitamin because the best natural source is the sun. Vitamin D supports a healthy immune system, so it's a great one to take year-round, especially during cold and flu season. It can be a tough one to get through food, um, but some of your best food sources are mushrooms. Okay, and here's a cool trick. If you take mushrooms, put them in like a nice sunny window, leave them there for like maybe about half an hour. It's going to actually help to absorb um, that vitamin D from the sun. Okay, so you're going to actually increase the amount of vitamin D in the mushrooms if you do that. So mushrooms, salmon and eggs. So this one is so important for immune health that I take this supplement daily. I got it right beside me right now. Hear that? That's my vitamin D. Okay. So this is one that I take daily because it is so important to your, your, to your immune health, okay? But before taking any supplements, please get your vitamin D levels checked and speak to your doctor. All right, so the second tip is to manage stress. As the winter months settle in, the combination of less daylight, those upcoming holiday pressures, and the ongoing demands of life can lead to stress. And believe it or not, Stress and the immune system are deeply interconnected. When your body experiences stress, it triggers a cascade of events that can weaken your immune defenses. This is because stress hormones like cortisol can suppress the immune system's functions. So what can you do to keep stress in check and support your immune system? Well, one powerful strategy is exercise. That's also another reason why I'm sounding extra amped today because I just exercise and I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't exercised. Like I've been moving. I've been like walking and stuff like that, but I haven't really exercised and done a workout. I would say probably in about two weeks. And let me tell you, the endorphins are flowing. I am on fire today. You can even hear it in my voice because that's what exercise does. So physical activity, it is always a great stress reliever. It boosts endorphins, the body's natural mood lifters, and has been shown to enhance immune function. Now, next, consider relaxation techniques. So methods like deep breathing, meditation, and yoga can help reduce stress levels and promote overall well-being. Now, as a nutritionist, I often see the profound impact of a balanced diet on stress management. Certain foods, like, for example, dark chocolate, can help to reduce stress because it's a really great source of antioxidants, while others, like sugary snacks, can exasperate it. Okay, but more on that in a sec. All right, so speaking of foods for stress management, I wasn't going to talk about this in this episode, but I'll just go for it. So right now, on my desk, I'm staring at a chocolate smoothie that I'm having for breakfast, Okay. So in this chocolate smoothie, I've used raw cacao powder. So raw cacao powder is one of the foods that has like the most amount of antioxidants. It's also a really great source of the stress-busting mineral magnesium. 
Okay, so I have this sometimes on my smoothies. Um, it tastes absolutely amazing. It's like having a dessert for breakfast. But again, it has all of these wonderful benefits that help to support my immune system, as well as helping me to manage stress. Okay, so there's lots of different foods that will help you to do that. But that's another episode. All right, so during the winter season, it's common to indulge in comfort foods. I get it. I do it myself. Like, hey, every once in a while, I pull up to Walmart, I grab my box of macaroni, the Kraft macaroni and cheese. I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's my comfort food, okay? So every once in a while, if I'm feeling down, I might grab that Kraft macaroni and cheese, all right? I was gonna talk about this, but there was this episode, or not an episode, um, a video I saw recently on YouTube. It was it was all about like the history of mac and cheese. It was such a great, like informative video. I'm gonna link it for you guys in the show notes if you just wanna check it out. Just completely random um, off the cuff there, but I thought it was kind of interesting. So yes, it's common to indulge in those comfort foods, but try to make choices that support both your stress levels and your immune system. And that's exactly what I did with the smoothie this morning, okay? And I didn't sacrifice my taste buds because this thing is like making my taste buds dance. All right, so then there's vitamin C. So vitamin C is a strong antioxidant that is a must have for cold and flu prevention because it helps to support immune function. Also, your adrenal glands require vitamin C to stay healthy and manufacture the adrenal hormones that cope with stress, particularly cortisol. So it's really important to eat those foods and to incorporate those antioxidants like vitamin C that help to nourish your adrenal glands, which will help you to manage stress. So you can get your vitamin C from oranges, lemons, strawberries, kiwi, and bell peppers, just to name a few. And actually, here's a fun fact. Bell peppers contain more vitamin C than oranges. So use that at your next office function or meeting. <laughs> so for more tips on how to manage your stress levels this fall, make sure to check out episode 133, Autumn Stress Relief Strategies for a Tranquil Season. I've linked that in the show notes for you. All right, so the next tip is to prioritize nutrition with in-season foods. Oh, this is something I love talking about right now. Oh, Man, I got to tell you guys, I love fall. I, I love summer, but fall, oh, there was just something just so magical and whimsical and just mm, about fall. Okay. It's just, it's the changing leaves. I love that. It's the crisp, cool mornings. It's, you know, the bulky sweaters. It's the seasonal foods. I just love fall. So incorporating seasonal foods into your diet supports your nutritional needs because eating in-season foods will help your body to adjust to the changing climate. So for cold and flu prevention, one of the highlights of fall is the abundance of delicious seasonal foods. Incorporate fresh fruits and vegetables into your diet, such as apples, pears. I made a delicious smoothie the other morning with pears, and I actually put it on Instagram. So go ahead and check that on Instagram. If I remember, I will link that for you in the show notes. But this delicious, like, fall-inspired pear smoothie. Um, actually, I was on breakfast television last week, and I made an apple pie smoothie. So you guys might want to check that out as well. Oh my gosh, I have so many things to link in the show notes. I need a pen to start writing this down so I don't forget. Um, but on that show last week, I actually made um, a wonderful apple pie smoothie. It was just, again, so delicious. It was really like dessert in a glass. Um, but yeah, all of these fruits, apples, pears, um, as well as vegetables, like squash, leafy greens, these foods not are not only tasty, but they're also packed with essential nutrients that support your health. 
All right, so when you are sick, you want to treat a cold with foods with antimicrobial properties. So garlic has the greatest antimicrobial activity with ginger taking second place in fighting against um, common bacteria and infections. So when I'm sick, I love a really nice, fresh, hot cup of ginger tea um, to help to nurse my cold as well as to clear my congestion. I'll also add in a, a little bit of crushed garlic. I know right now you're thinking, what? But I'll add in a little bit of crushed garlic and some honey, right? So, okay, I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but my mom, she is Jamaican. She is a proud Jamaican woman, y'all, Okay. She had all kinds of herbal remedies for me, like when I was growing up, um, just for, you know, treating different things, right? And my aunt's very much into this as well. My aunt's also Jamaican, very into this too. Shout out to my Aunt Lucille. <laughs> so with my mom specifically, whenever I was sick, and I used to hate this as a kid, but now it's like whenever I'm sick, I drink this like religiously. My husband drinks it. I'll make it for him and he'll drink it. My sisters will make it. Like my brother-in-laws now drink it. So it's like this whole family tea, right? But essentially, when I was sick, my mom would make this tea for me. It would be honey, lemon, garlic, ginger. Yeah, honey, lemon, garlic, ginger. Okay, so that would be the concoction of this tea. And I used to hate drinking it, but I always did find that whenever I did drink it, it actually shortened the duration of my cold. And it actually helped to alleviate a lot of the symptoms that I was having, a lot of those yucky cold symptoms that you get, right? Like the dry throat, the um, the sore throat, you know, the congestion, all of that kind of stuff, right? Really did help with that. And some studies show that ginger may help to relieve the symptoms associated with upper respiratory tract infections and nasal congestion. So let's also not forget zinc, because this mineral is involved in many aspects of immune function. Foods like lean meats, nuts, lentils, and beans are excellent sources of zinc. Then there's echinacea, which is becoming one of the best-known over-the-counter herbal remedies for the common cold or flu. Some studies show that echinacea may help fight colds and upper respiratory tract infections and may also help shorten the duration of infections. But again, please check with your doctor before starting any supplements. Now, I have to say this, it's not just about individual nutrients. It's the synergy of a well-rounded diet that truly supports your immune system. So think of it like an orchestra. Each instrument plays a unique role, but it's the combination that creates beautiful music. So how can you put this into practice? Well, aim for a colorful plate. The more variety, the better. Include a rainbow of fruits and veggies in your meals, um, lean proteins, and whole grains. But it's not just about what you add. It's also about what you avoid or minimize. Excessive sugar, for instance, can suppress your immune function. Limit your intake of sugary drinks and processed snacks. And don't forget about hydration. Staying well hydrated is essential for maintaining the mucous membranes that line your respiratory tract a key barrier to infections. Staying properly hydrated is not just a summer concern. In fact, the dry indoor air and cold temperatures can increase the risk of dehydration during the winter. Dehydration can weaken the mucous membranes that line your respiratory tract, making you more susceptible to infections. So it's crucial to keep sipping water throughout the day. Here are some strategies to maintain good hydration this winter. Warm herbal teas. Just talked about this. If you are sick, you can make the tea that I just mentioned, right? But if not, right, just on the regular, you want to sip on a warm, caffeine-free herbal tea to stay hydrated and cozy. 
eat water-rich foods. So incorporate foods with high water content like soups, which I'm making a lot of right now, stews, and juicy fruits into your winter diet. I have a delicious recipe for a roasted cauliflower soup on my website that you should check out. It's packed with lots of anti-inflammatory ingredients to support your immune system. I've linked to it in the show notes for you. A quick note, for those of you who enjoy alcohol during the winter months, remember that alcohol can be dehydrating. Be mindful of your consumption and balance it with plenty of water. All right, so the next tip, and this is the last one, is sleep. And this is the one that many people overlook. Quality sleep is the unsung hero of immune health. During the transition from summer to fall, the changing weather can lead to an increased risk of seasonal illnesses like the flu. Adequate sleep is a powerful tool in bolstering your immune system. During deep slumber, your body undergoes vital processes like tissue repair and the release of immune-supporting substances. But in the wintertime, it's not always easy to get a good night's rest. The longer nights and the cooler temperatures might make it tempting to stay in bed longer, but it's the quality of your sleep that truly matters. So here are some tips to ensure a restful winter sleep. Maintain a consistent sleep schedule. Try to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day, even on weekends. And this is something I'm working on as well, because what I tend to do is on the weekends, I'll go to bed real late because my husband and I will stay up. We'll watch TV, like all of the shows, um, all the reality shows. We like reality shows, y'all. I, I can't lie. <laughs> so, you know, we'll stay up real late watching TV and then I'll sleep in a little bit on the weekend because I'm like, hey, I deserve it. Right. So I'm trying to get back into like a regular or not even back because I never really was. I'm trying to get into a regular sleep schedule during the weekend. So, you know, going to bed and waking up at the same time that I do during the week. It gets a little challenging because who wants to wake up that early on the weekend? But I try to keep it as consistent as I possibly can. Right. So it's a work in progress. I'm, you know, giving myself compassion here. Um, so yeah, that's one tip. Um, creating a cozy sleep environment. A dark and quiet and slightly cool room is ideal for sleep. This is one that I really don't mess around with. I like to enjoy the warm glow of my salt lamp and the soothing aroma of lavender wafting from my essential oil diffuser at night before I go to bed. This really helps to calm my body down and prepare me for a good night's sleep. Limit screen time. The blue light from screens can really disrupt your sleep. So consider a tech-free period before bedtime. And there you have it, the keys to bolstering your immune system as winter approaches. We've covered a lot of ground in this episode from understanding the immune system to the crucial role of nutrition, stress management, sleep, and hydration. I hope you're feeling empowered with the knowledge and strategies you need to keep winter illnesses at bay. If you found this episode valuable, please do subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes, don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Trudy E. Stone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.